Glory to God. Thank you so much. Thank you for just allowing me to kind of flow with, with what's happening. Man, there is some good stuff here today. Wow. The Lord's just been speaking to me while I was down there. And it's, first of all, thank you for having me back. It's good to be back. How many of y'all know when you kind of get caught up in the Spirit, you forget? <laughs> hey, y'all. <laughs> Amen. It's good to see you today. Good to be here. Good to be back. I was with you, I think, a couple of years ago, two years ago. How many of you were not here when I was here? All right. Well, thank you for coming. Thank you for being here today. I'll tell you, if you're not having fun being a Christian, you ain't doing it right. Amen. Come on, it's a no-brainer. If you're not going to hell, you should be in a better mood than the rest of the world. Amen. We got a reason to rejoice. And I appreciate, Pastor, for just um, reinforcing the kingdom of God and what the kingdom of God is, that it is righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. And I want to thank the praise team, the worship team here today, just for kind of setting the atmosphere. And uh, that's one of my favorite songs, of the Breaking the Chains and the power of the name of Jesus. How many know there is power in the name of Jesus? The pastor just said something a few moments ago while he was praying over the offering, and man, it just leaped in my spirit. Because, I, I, it's, you know, it's really cool to, to have it confirmed from the Lord on what you're supposed to do and what you're supposed to say. Now, I mean, I don't need that confirmation. I'm not one that, you know, if the Lord speaks to my heart, now, Lord, if this is really you, let a lightning bolt strike, let two camels walk in the front door. If this is really you, you know, I don't have to have that. But, man, it's really fun when the Lord just kind of reiterates what I am supposed to say. I did have something planned today to kind of show, sing, etc. But do you mind if we just kind of follow what the... I'm going to anyways, whether you want to or not. Amen. But you might as well get excited about it. Amen. Uh, I promise you tonight, Lord willing, uh, I will sing and, and may do this toward the end even today. But... I do have a word, and I just felt like the Lord just kind of have us get right into this, and that's why I asked if you just go ahead and let's do the offering. I don't want to disrupt the flow. If you have your Bibles, go with me to Isaiah. Um, very familiar passage of Scripture, but Isaiah chapter 55. We'll look at two verses, and then after we read that, we're going to go over to Ephesians chapter 3. Verse 20, another very familiar verse, but I want to give you three words, three words that the Lord put in my heart as as we scheduled this and as we were getting closer to this date. The Lord put three words loud into my spirit for this body, for this church, for you as an individual, if you'll receive it for you as a family, for you, if you have your own business or you work in a business, I really believe these three words are going to elevate, is going to empower your vision here. How many receivers are here today? Come on, are you, are you a receiver today? Now, what I'm going to give you is a word, and I don't say this lightly, but these are three words from the Lord that He put in my spirit, dropped loud into my spirit. And 
I'm just following the flow, even just my little agenda that I had to sing a couple of songs to show you something kind of cool. Tonight we'll get into that. But I really believe, and Pastor confirmed it a few moments ago, when we do make a decision to advance the kingdom of God here on this earth, let me tell you, it's not without opposition. There's going to be some opposition. And even what he was sensing, man, I felt it so strong. There was some opposition. I believe there are some here that maybe you are worried, worried about the economy, finances, job, uh, the election, fear, depression, all of these things that's going on in our world today is doing its best to get inside of your mind and to steal the word that's being sown from this place. You know, Jesus, I believe it's in the Message Bible in Mark, Jesus talks about a generation that will have distractions of the age to choke out the fruitfulness of my word. If we've ever lived in a generation with distractions, it's this one. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm all for technology. I have Facebook, Twitter, uh, Google. I Google. I do all it. Man, God, Google, and Grandma taught me everything I know. Praise God. But I Google. I, you know, I'm not preaching against those things. Those things are great tools. But how many know they can also be great distractions? Because when you get on Facebook and you see what's going on and it's like, good Lord, I didn't know my friends were that messed up. You know what I mean? Just all of these things start coming in to do what? To choke out the fruitfulness of His Word. He didn't say the Word wouldn't be sown, but He said because of distractions and so many of us, even before we go to lunch today, we'll, we'll, we'll start being distracted with things, hurried with things, busy with things that choke out the fruitfulness of God's Word. And so I really want you to open your ears today to receive, open your eyes today to receive what the Father is saying because I'm telling you, it's really good. Amen. How many of you love the Word? Do you all love the Word here? I know you do. I love the Word. You know, I was I was raised in the church, raised in a Christian home, and I knew about God, but I didn't know Him. How many of y'all know there's a big difference? A lot of people on Sunday, they know about God. They know what the preacher says. They know what their family says, etc., but they don't know Him. It was December 28th of 2001. I started knowing God from His Word, and it radically changed my life. Here's how I say it. When I was a boy, I had a drug problem. Amen? I was drugged to church on Sunday. Okay, that was, y'all need some coffee, y'all, y'all want to, that's about as good as those jokes get, amen. Now I have an addiction. Went from a drug problem to an addiction, amen. I'm addicted to the Word of God. His Word changed my life. Isaiah 55, verse 8 and 9 says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher, and that's one of the words I want you to get inside your spirit, higher. Somebody say higher. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways, say it again, higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. If you would quickly go to Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. Keep that in mind. His ways are higher. His thoughts are higher than the earth, than our ways. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are His ways higher 
higher than our ways, higher than our thoughts. Ephesians 3.20, now to him who is able. How many know God is able? Not just able, but how many know he's willing? He wants to show himself strong to us. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above. How many of y'all know that's higher? Amen? Somebody say above. Say it again. Above. Above all. How much is all? Amen. Is that everything? Would that, is that half? A quarter? 10%? 90%? No. All. All. That we ask, of course, that's according to His Word, amen, or according to the power that works within us is what this verse goes on to say, above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us, to Him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all, praise God, this is a revelation right here on the spot, generations how many know it's not just for you but it's for your children and your grandchildren amen so above i want us i want us to take those verses in isaiah that we read that thought higher and ephesians 3:20 above as i was meditating on those verses as we were coming close to this date the Lord dropped three powerful words inside of my spirit to release in this place. And a couple of days ago, I got an email from the pastor just kind of letting me know what's going on in the community, how God is growing, how the church is expanding, just all of these great things. And man, it, again, that was a confirmation of, of I know that I'm supposed to be here today because how many know before something amazing takes place, somebody must release words. How many know in the Old Testament, whenever God wanted to change a nation to change the hearts, a prophet had to stand up and release words. How many of you know words are powerful? Words change environments. The words created, God's word, light be, created our environment. So today I'm going to release three words. Are you ready? Amen. Who, who said yes? Thank you for coming today. <laughs> How about this side? Are y'all ready? All right. Three words according to Isaiah and Ephesians 3.20. This is what the Lord told me to give to you today. That He is about to take this church. He is about to take the vision of this house. He's about to take this city. He's about to take you, your family, your business, your finances, your health, your everything good and perfect. He is about to take you above and beyond. Praise God. Amen. Somebody say above and beyond. Look at your neighbor and tell him you are about to go above and beyond. Now, I don't know if you caught it. I don't know if you caught this, but while Pastor was praying, now, you might not have caught it because you didn't know what the Lord had put in my heart, but He said that in His prayer. Lord, I thank You that You're taking this ministry and what You're doing above and beyond. 
Man, when he said it, I about did a moonwalk right here in the front row because we had not talked. He didn't know the title. He didn't know what I was, what the Lord had for me to release in this place today. So, okay, that's come back tonight. You'll get the rest. Okay. Above and beyond. How many know God always exceeds our expectations? Come on, He always exceeds our expectations. He he has the ability and He wants to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or we think. So here's the question I have for you today. What are you expecting? Amen. Are you expecting to just kind of barely make it, just kind of get by? Are you expecting for the government to provide for you? Are you expecting just to kind of... You know, just kind of squeeze by, live paycheck to paycheck, week to week. What are you expecting? Are you expecting for the doctor's report to be true or the Word of God to be true? Are you expecting just to kind of hopefully see your children make it? Or are you expecting for the hand of God to move on their life and to take them above and beyond what they can dare to ask, think, dream, or imagine? What are you expecting? Because we limit... Him by our expectation. And we take the limits off of Him by our expectation. So what are you expecting? I came to encourage you today, to empower you today, to think big. Dream big. Expect big. Y'all, hey, forgive me. Hold on, forgive me. I need to look at my notes. I am so sorry. After you say think big, dream big, wait for the crowd to settle down. Okay, I just wanted to make sure I'm in the right, I'm in the right place today. I want you to know you, you are, amen, I like y'all, this is awesome. We, as the body of Christ, if you call yourself a born again believer, you are a part of something major. Now, I know if you listen to the world, they'll make you feel about that small and you really don't matter and your voice doesn't matter and you're kind of a has-been for a culture with shepherds. <laughs> but, you know, in this new age, the new technology, all of these things, you're, you're, you know, you keep your religion to your four walls and let us live in the real world. And you'll kind of feel that small. But did you know you are a part of something global? Actually, you're a part of something intergalactical. Amen. Amen. How many of y'all know we got people that have gone on before us? Amen. You are a part of something major. Think big. Dream big. Expect big. Because whatever you can imagine, think or ask, He'll go above and beyond it. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. You know, I have a, uh, there's a gentleman that I like to listen to. I don't know if you've heard of him or not, but he really explained, I think in a great way, who the church is and what we really are as a Christian. The guy's name is J. John. He is from London, England. He is a canon in the Church of England, but he evangelizes, etc. I just, I, I love to hear him talk because how many of you know, everything sounds better in that British, you know, they could cuss you out and you'll get blessed by it. You, you know you know what I'm saying. It just sounds good coming from them, right? Y'all know I'm kidding. Okay. 
But but he flies a lot and he said recently, he, he said, I like to look for ways, creative ways to explain what I do, who I am, because, you know, if people ask, well, what, what, what do you do? Well, I'm an evangelist. Well, that conjures up a lot of different ideas. And if he says, well, I'm a canon in the Church of England, well, what is that? So he said, one day I got a little creative with this lady on the airplane who they were sitting at the London Heathrow Airport uh, on the tarmac there about to fly off, and she sat down and, hello, hello, what do you do? That's my best British voice in louisiana today hello hello what do you do what do you do and she said well i am the vice president of a major uh clothing company and he said wow that's great and she asked him what do you do he said well i am a part of a global enterprise we have outlets in nearly every country in the world we have orphanages we have colleges, we have radio networks, we have television networks, we have bookstores, publishing companies. Basically, we look after people from birth to death and we deal in the area of behavioral alterations. She said, wow. He said, I know. She said, what is it called? He said, the church. Ever heard of it? Amen. We are a part of something big, global. So the Lord put this little nugget in my heart. I want to give it to you. Live locally, but think globally. Above and beyond. See, when you develop that mindset that I am a part of something global, I'm a part of something major as the body of Christ, that's above and beyond. And so when the Lord put those three words in my spirit to give this to you today, I said, well, Lord, what is, what is an above and beyond experience? What are you trying to tell me? What are you wanting to release here and, and bring our expectancy up to another level? And I was instantly reminded of Lazarus. You know, when he, when he died, his sisters had a healing on their mind. Jesus had a resurrection on His. Come on, that's above and beyond. I said, Lord, what is an above and beyond experience? And He reminded me of the man at the gate called Beautiful. You remember the beggar? He sat there for years, begged for money, begged for alms. And I kind of say it like this. He's the only one in Scripture who begged for alms and got legs. Come on, that's above. Come on, that's above. And beyond. What's above and beyond? I, I prayed for a wife and I got Kim. Ooh. Are y'all recording this? Would y'all send this to my wife today? Amen. Come on, that's above and beyond. What's an above and beyond experience? Well, I was reminded of in Daniel chapter 3, the three Hebrew children when they were thrown into the fire. How many of you know it's one thing to come out alive? I mean, that's pretty good. But it's above and beyond to come out and not even have a remnant upon you of what you went through. They didn't even have the smell of smoke. 
Not even a remnant of what they went through was upon them. The Lord put in my heart to tell some of you, you've been fighting depression. You've been fighting financial crisis. You've been fighting all of these circumstances. The Lord is about to take you to such an advancement above and beyond that what you went through will pale in comparison to where you're going. Hallelujah. That's above and beyond. What's above and beyond? True story. I heard about a golfer once that was invited by a king of a country to come play golf with him. The king flew the jet to America, picked up the golfer. True story. They played golf for three days. And I'm sharing this with you because so many times when we hear a message like this that kind of charges our faith, builds our vision, we still approach it with a small-minded mentality. Please hear this. There's so much to this. As they were driving back to the airport, the king said to the golfer, he said, it's customary of our country to give a gift to our guest. We want to give you a gift. Is there anything you want? <laughs> and the, the golfer said, no, no, don't. it's been, been my honor to come play golf. You know, it's not every day you play golf with a king. He said, no, it's my honor. And the king insisted. He said, no, I insist. Tell me, is there anything you need, anything you want? And so before the golfer got on the jet to fly back to America, he said, listen, if you want to get me some, just, just get me a golf club. That would be great. The king said, done. The golfer got on the jet, flew back to the States, and for three weeks he doesn't hear anything. And so as you can imagine, his wheels are turning. Man, what's this golf club going to look like? It's taken him three weeks to make. Is it a seven iron with diamonds? <laughs> you know, coming from a king of a country, it's a little different than Walmart. Nothing wrong with Walmart. Amen. I'm just saying it's a little different. Is it a driver that is gold? Does it, is it a putter with the king's signet? I mean, what's taking him three weeks? After three weeks, he gets a knock on the door, and it's a certified letter from the king. And it says, thank you for coming to our country. Thank you for playing golf with me. Had a great time. By the way, our country has just purchased 500 acres in America. Enjoy your golf club. Let's read this again. Amen. <laughs> My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. How many of you know kings think on a different level? So many times when we hear all that God has for us, to experience and to enjoy in this newness of life with the Holy Spirit, the kingdom of God inside of us, and that He wants to do great and mighty things with my hands, with my wallet, with my voice, with my life. We approach it with a seven iron mentality. When God has 500 acres on His mind, Wait for the crowd to settle down. Okay. No, you're listening. That's good. I want this to, to just charge your faith today to realize that you serve a big God. And I believe so many times a lot of us, good-hearted people who love the Lord, but we allow the world to influence our thinking 
And how many know this world structure is based on limitations? That's why I love children, man. You hang out with children. I mean, they're, they're just, they dream. They, there is no box. They think out of the box. There is no box, man. They, you know why that is? Because nobody's told them they can't do it yet. dream think big God is able and wants to do great and awesome exceedingly abundantly above what we can ask or think and I'm telling you he can do it in an instant he can do it in a moment what doctors said is impossible and I thank God for doctors please don't misunderstand me but how many know they just work in a very limited uh, uh, realm of reality, which is your flesh. But that's why I love what Pastor's been saying, you know, that we are a spirit. Amen. And this kingdom is spirit and power. Man, that's above and beyond the flesh. So which one I get into agreement with is the one that will manifest. Wow, that's powerful. Which whichever realm I get into agreement with is the one that I will live in. If I renew my mind to who I am in my spirit, then that will begin to manifest in, in, in this realm of reality. So what is an above and beyond experience? I'm telling you, it can happen in a moment. Healing in a moment. Deliverance in a moment. Yes, there's the process of renewing your mind and that's where we're all at. But the change, the start can happen in an instant. Let me tell you something. And I I, want to be led here, but I know there are some battling, there are some battling financially. Let me tell you, how many of y'all know the battle is the Lord's? Quit trying to fight it in your strength. Wow. God has many avenues to generate revenue. What's above and beyond? I heard about a man, true story, driving into New York City, going to work. Millions of people going going into New York City. He goes across this bridge. He sees a limousine on the side of the road. He pulls over to see if everything's okay. He knocks on the window. The driver says, you know, we've ran out of gas and my boss is going to be late for a meeting. And the driver said, well, I happen to have a couple of gallons here in my truck. I'll give it to you. He does. After he does. Now think about it. This guy is just going to work. Normal day. Nothing major. No angels. No feathers. No anything. Just he doesn't hear an ah. It's just a normal day. But this is above and beyond. How many know when you enter that season of above and beyond, you're just going to be doing something just normal, just every day. But God, one moment of His favor, can take you further than 30 years of labor. Just one moment of an above and beyond experience. After He gave a couple of gallons to this limousine, to the driver... Out of the back of the limousine stepped Donald Trump. And he said, sir, thank you for... Boy, it just got really quiet in here. Man, you... (laughs) 
This is not a political rally. Okay. But this is a true story. He said, sir, thank you for your help. I didn't know people like you still existed in New York City. He said, is there anything I can do for you? You've shown this kindness to me. You've slowed down on your way to work. Is there something? And the guy said, no, it's, it's okay. Go, go to your meeting. And he insisted, I'm sure as only he could do, he, he insisted. He said, no, tell me, is there anything you need or want? And the guy finally said, hey, send my wife some flowers. She'd get a kick out of that. How many know it's not every day you get flowers from the Donald, right? So two days later, there's a knock on the door. It's a florist with a note that says, Sir, thank you for showing kindness to me a couple of days ago. Because of you, I made an important meeting. By the way, your mortgage is paid in full. Well, I see some of your wheels turning right now. Y'all going to be looking for limousines on the way home today. Amen. Can I help you? Amen. (laughs) That's above. (laughs) The guy was just going about his normal every day. But just one moment. One moment. And the Lord put in my heart today to tell you there is a season that we're entering as the body of Christ. Really, it's always been here because how many know when Jesus paid the price, man, heaven's provision came to this earth. But we're waking up to the reality of His provision. And I'm telling you now in this season, you're about to experience many moments of above and beyond. You're going to say, man, I didn't know. This is awesome. What are you expecting? Lack? Just to barely make it? Just to suffer? Just to get through? We serve a big God. And have you ever stopped to think about how He provided for the children of Israel for 40 years in the desert? Man, they needed firewood. They needed water in the desert. You know, a quartermaster general sat down one time and and just outlined what it would have taken for three million people to make it every day for 40 years. Every day it would have taken 11 million gallons of water. Every day in the desert. (laughs) Amen. Amen. They needed firewood. It was like 4,000 tons of firewood would have been needed every day to build a fire, to cook their food, etc. Man, they needed the size of Rhode Island just to camp out every single day. Do you think Moses sat down and and said, Now, Lord, I need you to give me all these figures before I dare to trust you. No. (laughs) Amen. Man, that would have just baffled his mind. What did he do? He just believed that God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all, above and beyond. Are you getting anything out of this today? I want those three words. If, if nothing, if you don't get in, let those three words brand in your thinking today. What is an above and beyond experience? I'll give you one or two more here before we close. My, the, the room was filled with doctors. This lady was giving birth to her her baby and because of some complications physically in her body, 
during the birth, the doctors had to give the husband, the father, a choice that no man would ever want to make. The doctor said, sir, we can either save your wife or we can save the baby. And he said, well, save my wife. And so this baby was born dead. They wrapped her lifeless body in a blanket, put her in the corner of a room and began to work on the mother. And that baby's grandmother was in the room. And she was one of these ladies who was saved, sanctified, and filled. Come on, with the Holy Ghost. With the evidence, amen, of speaking in tongues. How many of y'all know that's not a cuss word, amen? (laughs) She walked over to that blanket with the authority of heaven on her side and with the power of the name of Jesus that we sang about just a few moments ago. And she walked over to that blanket and began to speak life into that body and began to declare that this baby shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord and her seed will touch nations. And they said the blanket started to move. And they unwrapped that blanket and a scream came out of that little baby's body. And the baby in the blanket was my mother. The lady who who prayed was my great-grandmother. Church, that's above and beyond. That is above and beyond. What is an above and beyond experience? Has anyone ever heard of R.W. Schambach? Does that name ring a bell? Amen. Some of y'all are like, yeah, he's that third man that got thrown in the fire, right? Shadrach, Meshach, and Shambach, right? No, that's not the guy. But R.W. Shambach, I'll never forget, he was a used in a mighty way, a a lot of tent revivals, etc., healing revivals in the 50s, 60s. He was actually the associate to another tent revivalist named A.A. Allen in the 40s, 50s, 60s. Anyways, I'll never forget... In the 80s, and I look at some teenagers are like, yeah, that was a long time ago. It really wasn't a long time ago, amen. I'll never forget in the 80s, I was about 14, 13, 14, and I, I'll never forget going to the Bronx in New York City with R.W. Schambach. Our family went, he preached, we sang, and I'll never forget, we sang under that tent, we've got the power. That's a song my dad wrote in the 80s. We sang it and I begin to see the hand of the Lord. I just begin to see miracles. Man, it was amazing. And after the meeting, we went to eat and we were all, just a group of us was around this table and I was sitting across from R.W. Schambach and I, somebody asked him, what's the greatest miracle you've ever seen? Without any hesitation. He began to talk about when he was the associate for A.A. Allen. And he said, I'll I'll never forget, we were in an auditorium one afternoon, three o'clock meeting. And he said, this lady, I saw her come down the aisle. I was on the platform. A.A. Allen was preaching. And she begins to come down the aisle with, he said, it was just a mangled mess, is how he explained it, in in her arms, which was her four-year-old boy who had 26 major diseases, confirmed medically, major diseases. He said his arms and and legs were twisted. His elbows touched his knees. He said his tongue hung out of his mouth. His eyes was just milky white, no color. 
blind, never spoken, never walked. She, he said that she brought her son and, and he went to the edge of the stage and she just put him in his arms and said, I need 26 miracles. And he said, I took this little boy in my arms and I gave him to A.A. A. Allen. And he said, A.A. A. Allen told everyone in the audience to bow your heads, close your eyes. And R.W. Schambach said to my he said, I, I'm not going to. I'm going to watch what happens here. And he said, I watched, I watched as Brother Allen began to pace the stage. And he said he began to pray in a very unique way. He began to speak to the bones and begin to speak to the dumbness and begin to speak to the muscles and the eyes. And he said, I had never heard anyone pray in that way. He said, I had always heard people pray about the sickness or pray for. But he, he began to speak to it. Oh, man. Come on, that's above and beyond. And I believe we're entering into a season in a generation where they're rising up with the authority of God and they're speaking to the mountain instead of about it. Amen. And he began to speak to these things and begin to, de to declare and to command them to line up with the Word of God. And he began to release healing into that boy's body. And he said, I saw it with my own eyes. That little boy's tongue, like a rubber band, snapped and went into his mouth. He said, a pool of blue began to form in his milky white eyes. He said, I heard with my ears as his arms begin to stretch out. He said, I could hear his bones begin to pop. His legs begin to pop as they begin to straighten out. And he said, I saw that day 26 miracles happen right in front of my eyes. And he said, they put the little boy on the ground. His little legs were shaking a little bit, but the first two steps he took were into his mother's arms. And I heard him say his word, first word, Mama. <laughs> That's above and beyond. That's above and beyond. The Lord sent me here today to tell you that the same God who did that for my mom, the same God who did that for that little boy with 26 major diseases, he is the same God whose power is present in this place right now to take you above and beyond. No matter what the situation is, to take you above and beyond the natural circumstances. It may be healing in your body, healing in your mind, in your spirit, in your family, in your home, in your finances, whatever it is. I'm telling you, we are in an above and beyond season. And if you'll dare to begin to expect it, you will see it manifest. Praise God. Praise God. Thank You, Jesus. Oh, we thank You, Father. We thank You, Father, that Your Word is alive. <laughs> and we know there are many voices right now in the world speaking to distract us. That's nothing new. It started in the garden. That other voice distracted man. 
But Father, we choose today, we choose today to get our ears, our eyes, our mind on what You have said. What You desire. You desire for us to rise up in boldness and to declare to this generation that You're an above and beyond God. Hallelujah. That You're an above and beyond Father. That You're above and beyond anything in this natural world. And You desire to take us above and beyond. Lord, I thank You for the same power that raised Christ from the dead is in this place right now. To do exceedingly, abundantly above what we can ask or think. And we give You the liberty. We give the Spirit the liberty to flow and to move and to touch. Right now, we yield to that power in Jesus' name. If you're in this place today and you say, Terry, this Word is for me. I need an above and beyond experience. I need to yield myself these circumstances, these things that have come in and they've been a temptation to choke out the fruitfulness of God's Word. I have allowed the world's limitations, what I've been experiencing to influence my faith. Boy, I sense this so strong. Maybe the spirit of fear has come in and you've just been fearful of what's going on in your circumstances. Today, I just want to release some words over you. I want to release some words into your environment that I believe will begin to change some of that, some of those things in your life. Just so I'll know who to agree with. If you're, if you're in this place, you say, this is for me. I need an above and beyond experience. I want you to stand to your feet right now and let's receive this together. Come on, if that's you, if this word is for you, stand up and I'm going to pray. I'm going to release some words that's going to change your environment in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. There is power in the name of Jesus to break Every chain, hallelujah. The chains of addiction, the chain of poverty, the chain of, of torment in your mind, every chain, the ch financial chains, there's power in the name of Jesus. Can we just begin to say Jesus? Just somebody say His name, Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Can we just begin to saturate this place now with worship? Just begin to just thank Him and praise Him for this Word, even that it has penetrated your heart today. Lord, I thank You that You have taken our expectation above and beyond. Lord, we are exceedingly expecting. Amen. We're expecting to see some awesome things. I thank You, Father, in the name of Jesus. I, in the name of Jesus, I speak... To what's already a reality in the spirit. To manifest now in the natural. Healing. Provision. Freedom. Peace. Joy. Begin to manifest now. In our minds. In our hearts. And in the natural. Lord I thank you. That every negative voice. That has been spoken. Every negative circumstances that, that has been raising its voice, it's being silenced now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And the blessing of the Lord is being released into these circumstances. The blessing of the Lord is breaking every chain 
every bondage and setting the captive free. Now, Lord, you know and they know why they're standing. And just as an act of faith, they have stood to say, Father, I receive what you are giving now above and beyond. I receive it for my household. I receive it for my church. I receive it for my city. And Lord, we declare on the authority of your word above and beyond for our nation in the name of Jesus. From the church house to the White House, we expect to see your word manifested in our country once again. I declare this place, this church is going above and beyond. I declare that everyone connected with their heart, with their time, with their efforts are going above and beyond. I declare increase like never before. I declare favor with others on their job. Father, I call in opportunities right now that will take them above and beyond anything anyone has ever thought, imagined, or dared to dream. Lord, I thank You for unity in this place. And we declare this year, 2016, will be known as above and beyond in Jesus' name. Come on, do you receive that today? Let's give the Lord praise for it today. It is done. It is done. It is done. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now church, the word has been spoken. You lay claim to this today. You let this word be hidden deep inside of your heart. And I'm telling you, the thief will not steal it from you. You get ready. You get ready. There are moments about to happen. It's here. The season is here. Now get ready. Start expecting every step you take, every move you make, every place you go. I'm telling you, you're about... You're, oh, man. Man, I, I have so much right now in my spirit. I see so much right now. I see this church right now. It's kind of like when Simon was in his boat. You remember in Luke chapter 5, and Jesus says, launch out in the deep. Man, there's so much to that. He launched out and the harvest was so great, he had to call for other boats to come in and help with the catch. How many of you know that's beginning to happen even right now? These other churches, you guys are coming together. You know why? Because God is preparing you for the harvest that's about to hit this place. Hallelujah. That's above and beyond. Get ready. I'm telling you. Oh man, I see. I'm, I'm getting words from the Lord. I'm, uh, it ain't, one place ain't enough. Praise God. Man, the Lord is expanding this vision. You're a blessed church to have pastors like you have here. That dare to dream big. That dare to believe God. No matter what the circumstances are. No matter how the enemy attacks. Man, they're going to go forth. They're going forth. Get with them. Because what happens, it's going to happen at your house too. Hallelujah. It's happening now in Jesus' name. Glory to God. You glad you came to church on Sunday morning? I'm glad you came. Did you get anything out of this today? Wow. Well, now you know why I was ready. We just had to just get into this.